Welcome to Peaks Podcast. This is Brad Foreman, and this is Season 2, Episode 17. So, let me give you a little orientation. What we're going to do is each peak is a different season. And this season is Vinson. V-I-N-S-O-N. Vinson. And that's in Antarctica. I am flying out tomorrow. And I thought it'd be kind of fun to give you a little detail on the preparation. You heard in my previous podcast about the gear differentiation from Denali. Well, my training's been a little different too. Vincent's a very cold mountain. So I did train for three weeks out in Colorado. And that was some great elevation, cold weather training. Basically get in about three hours a day. I try to do uh, at least 180 minutes, which translates into 20,000 steps-ish on my uh, Fitbit. That's uh, a good pace for me. Now, the day before departure... What I'm doing is a little less, uh, maybe down to 16, 17,000 steps per day, maybe under three hours of training. And very cautious. I'm not doing anything uh, very strenuous or very uh, risky. So... The big thing is you just don't want to twist an ankle. This this last week of training before departure is really tough for me because it you got to be very just cautious. You know, a twisted ankle or something prior to departure could throw this whole trip off. Going down to Vincent is no easy task. Of course, I've retained my favorite uh, mountain trips. The lead guide will be Jacob again. Very excited to see him. And we have two other clients with me whom I've not met. Uh, I'll look forward to meeting them in a couple short days. So I kind of have a quirky problem over the last years flying into big mountains like Kilimanjaro and such in Africa and not having my bags arrive. This can be a big, big issue. No bags in remote areas. It's very hard to search and find good equipment to replace your gear. So I will be flying down a day early just to leave a 24-hour cushion in case I get separated from my bags. I'd rather spend an extra day than not have my personal gear that I have a extremely high comfort level with. So, let's talk about the trip. Antarctica, crazy remote, very, very remote. Not many people get to go there. I'm extremely excited to touch 
on that touch down on that uh, continent. I've never been there. And uh, it's going to take five flights. Leaving the Midwest, I fly to Dallas. Dallas, I fly to San Jose, Chile. San Jose, I go to Punta Arenas, Chile, right at the tip, the southernmost city. Then the Russians take over. ALE is the, uh, the monopoly down there. They control the airspace, the airbase, and I'm sure I'll have more detail once I'm down there, but uh, it, that leg of the journey is what makes this so expensive. I mean, I guess anybody could Google it, but you know, you're basically 40,000 plus to get down there, plus plus, and on the mountain and off. So this is a very limiting factor for people. I never thought I'd be going down there, but uh, you know, some things are worth the price and uh, I'm pretty excited about this. So what else can I tell you? The preparation. I, I'm gonna do a final bag check this afternoon after the gym. Uh, right now I'm doing my early morning training along the Mississippi River. Uh, and uh, after the gym, what I'll do is I'll empty out all my gear. Now, I've got the important stuff like medications. Uh, this is critical. I mean, I bring an emergency kit with antibiotic. Uh, take uh, some Diamox. I take some... Uh, antihistamines, I take Asp, uh, Advil, of course my regimen of vitamins and uh, immune boosters and what's the other oh yeah I uh, bring some infection, anti-infection uh, creams just in case of uh, lacerations and then personal hygiene. So I pre-packed this probably a week ago and counted each of the tablets out to make sure that was perfect. Um, you wanna, you don't want to worry about that kind of item. And then I pack it in such a way that it's deep in my pack so if I'm shoveling through there, it never gets lost until I get on the mountain. Then when I get on the mountain, I put it in a specific place in the tent so that it's my go-to. It's kind of like a little habit of having it in this one area. Of course, I've got my journal. I've got a couple summit signs to recognize the loved ones and people, friends, and uh, organizations that have helped me. Of course... I'm doing the Seven Summit Push to benefit children at risk through our big brothers, big sisters. Uh, we've already raised $2,000. I'm pretty excited about that. My uh, webpage for that, uh, that uh, organization and that charity is Foreman7. 
That's www.foreman7.org. Check that out. They did a really great job at organizing. Each climb has its own dedicated page. And there's history on each mountain. Uh, it's a nice little uh, uh, organization of the seven summits. It also goes through the previous summits, Elberis, Kilimanjaro, Aconcagua, and Denali that have been achieved up to this point. So Vincent is, in fact, number five. So lucky five to start out the year 2020. I am excited. I had a couple uh, a couple uh, sore joints last week and it's amazing how much stress that put on me I mean I'm, you start getting nervous about your physical health when there's anything uh, that's not perfect going into a big mountain climb but anyhow I was able to figure it out change my routine and now I'm feeling top-notch. Uh, so that's, that's real good. I, was, uh, I get uh, a little worked up about any little detail that's out of place going into something like this. Um, so what we'll be doing is going down to Punta Reynas. And from Punta Reynas, I left off on that flight, so that was one to three flights to Punta Reynas and then we meet our crew we'll gear up and we will fly on Russian carrier to Union Glacier you can look up details on Union Glacier it's not inhabited uh, in full year the full year it's seasonal base of the Russians you know, it looks like those old platoon, uh, you know, half, half cylinders, you know, that you saw in McHale's Navy in the old movies. Well, that's what this kind of looked like in the pictures I've seen. But I'll report more on that, and you can see photos of the whole journey on www.peakspodcast.rocks. That will be the... Uh, website or foreman seven where you can see pictures of the various mountains organized so anyhow remember i think i told you five so the last leg is from union glacier to in a smaller plane one with skis and an otter i believe I'll know more when I get down there. But that'll be, you know, kind of like I'm envisioning what, how we flew into the glacier at Denali. It'll be a smaller plane with skis, and we fly right to the base, or, the, you know, as close as they can get to Vincent, which is at 85.37 degrees south latitude. Let's just call it 85 south. Now that's as far as I've ever been south, and I'm awfully excited to be that close to the South Pole 
and climbing this monster 16,000 plus foot peak. I don't know how many people are down that will be down there, but I'm guessing it'll be far less than we saw on Denali. Logistically, this is very difficult to get to, very pricey, and colder than stink. Uh, I have a, a buddy of mine that I've done a lot of uh, hiking and outdoor adventures with from back in the Boy Scout days with my son Hunter. And Ron is going to be sending me weather detail as a backup so I can have uh, weather detail before we lose contact. So shout out to Ron. Very nice of him to... Uh, Help me out. We're using this really cool app that these Indonesians turned me on to. Uh, winds. And uh, it gives a very detailed orientation of the weather. We did a test run yesterday for Antarctica. And the temperatures were without wind chill. Uh, negative. Negative 10, negative 12 type thing. I'm guessing with wind chill, you know, it's going to be in the negative 30 range, but uh, I'll know more when we get down there. But anyhow, a nice shout out to Ron for uh, helping me uh, back up my weather detail. So, might seem a little uh, extra cautious, but, you know, information is king. On Denali, you know, the weather was so volatile it played a huge factor and frankly I don't think that the weather I think the weather's so volatile there that they can't accurately predict it so well you don't really know so that's why I put this second step weather information system into place to kinda give me a little bit better comfort level on uh, on information I have no idea how good the Russians are going to be with their weather. I know my guide company will be great, but I'm not sure how much intel we get. So, anyhow, we'll play it this way on uh, Vincent. So, winding this up, let's uh, chat about the time frame. I am leaving, so the 4th returning the 23rd so I'm leaving 19 days in there which is a couple extra days for this uh, objective but like I said you know I, I'd rather err with bigger cushions on either side than than not so we'll be going with that and uh, anyhow this should be a real fun season season two with peaks podcast and of course i'm brad and we're doing this for a charity fundraiser for kids at risk hope you enjoy learning about big mountain expeditions you can find peaks podcast on many platforms like spotify google uh, etc etc 
Anyhow, have a great day. If you like this episode, please share it. Send me your comments. I'd love to hear what you uh, like or don't like uh, so I can improve the information I'm getting out to you. Have a great day, and uh, we'll be talking to you in the future episodes. Peaks Podcast, signing out. Take care. Thank you.